0: Hello, Dr. Shushma Singh, this side, let us start third lecture on chapter 2, Freedom and we start with the topic negative and positive liberty. Earlier in the chapter, we have had mentioned two dimensions of freedom, school freedom as an absence of external constraints and freedom as the expansion of opportunities to express oneself. In political theory, these have been called negative and positive liberty. Negative liberty seeks to define and defend an area in which the individual would be inviolable, in which he or she could do be or become whenever he or she wishes to do be or become this is an area in which no external authority can interfere it is a minimum area that is scared and in which whatever the individual does is not be interfered with the existence of the minimum area of non-interference is the recognition that human nature and human dignity need an area where the person can act unobstructed by others how big should this area be or what should be it contain are matter of discussion and will continue to be matter of debate since the bigger the area of non-interference the more the freedom all we need to recognize is that the negative liberty tradition argues for an inviolable area of non-interference in which the individual can express himself or herself if the area is too small then human dignity gets compromised we may here ask the obvious question is the choice of what clothes to wear in different situations school playing field office a choice that belong to the minimum area and therefore one that can not be interfered with the external authority or Is it a choice that can be interfered with by state, religious authority, ICC or CBSC? Negative liberty arguments are in response to the questions. Over what area am I the master? It is concerned with explaining the idea of freedom from. In contrast, the argument of positive liberty are concerned with explaining the idea of freedom too. They are in response to the answer who governs me to which the ideal answer is I govern myself. Positive liberty discussions have a long tradition that can be traced to Rousseau Hegel, Marx, Gandhi, Arbindo, and also to those who draw their inspiration from these thinkers. It is concerned with looking at the conditions and nature of the relationship between the individual and society and of improving these conditions such that there are fewer constraints To the development of the individual personality. The individual is like a flower that blossoms when the soil is fertile and the sun is gentle and the water is adequate and the care is regular. The individual, to develop his or her capabilities, must get the benefit of enabling positive condition in material political and social domain that is the person must not be constrained by poverty or unemployment they must have adequate material resources to pursue their wants and needs they must also have the opportunity to participate in the decision making process so that the laws made reflect their choices or at least take those preferences into account above all to develop their mind and intellect the individual must have access to education and other associated opportunities necessary to lead a reasonably good life positive liberty recognizes that one can be free only in society and hence tries to make that society such that it enables the development of the individual whereas negative liberty is only concerned with the inviolable area of non-interference and not with the conditions in the society outside this area as such. Of course, negative liberty would like to expand this minimum area as much as possible keeping in mind. However, the stability of the society generally they both go together and support each other but it can happen that tyrants justify their rule by invoking argument of positive liberty here we want to close our today's lecture thanks for the listening